Welcome to the Daily Pursuit Podcast. My name is Morgan Hodge. I'm a performance coach and neurobiomechanical specialist. And each week we are looking to bring you an inspiring person or message to help you level up your life. Truly appreciate you taking the time and spending it with me today. Let's level up. Welcome back to another chat with Coach Morgan here. And today I want to do a brief conversation around five key tips to building self-trust. And the reason why I want to talk about this is I did a post the other day discussing um, the notion of negative self-thoughts and that being a connection to having negative or having lack of self-trust or little self-trust. And uh, one of uh, someone I know actually posed a question around, okay, what is what is self-trust? How do we build self-trust? And so I wanted to take a few minutes today to kind of dig into that because it's a really important question. It's a really important thing to consider as far as what we can do to build self-trust for ourselves, um, so that we can show up and perform in the way that we want to in life, in our training, in our relationships, in all the different things that we have going on. So five key tips to building self-trust. Now, the first one is kind of, it, it hits hard, right? The first one is definitely one that I preach about, I talk about, I tell everyone about, um, I say a lot, and I think that we have to start there. And so how to build self-trust, the first thing that I want to say is stop placing others' opinions at a higher value over your own. So I'll say that again. Stop placing others' opinions at a higher value over your own. So if we're considering building self-trust for ourselves and want to show up better, want to show up stronger, want to show up powerful in ourselves, we have to stand in our own uh, space, right? We have to not be living based on other people's opinions, expectations, beliefs, or wants or desires for us. We have to truly step out of letting others control how we go about our life because then that really it starts us from a point if we're not doing that it starts us from a place where we we initially don't even trust ourselves right if we can't be living uh, based on our own thoughts opinions beliefs and we're we're living based on others then we're already kind of behind the eight ball So the first, first, first thing that I always talk about when it comes to building that self-trust is stop placing other people's opinions, beliefs, ideas around what you need to be doing for your life at a higher value than your own, right? It doesn't mean that we don't hear other people. It doesn't mean that we don't consider what they are saying to us. But if we are placing their opinions on a pedestal, that uh, doesn't serve us, then what are we really doing, right? Who are we really living for? So that is the first primary thing. Stop placing our opinions at a higher value over your own. The second thing is setting and establishing effective goals. Now, this sounds kind of obvious, right? But oftentimes we set outcomes, we set goals, we set markers for ourselves that, you know, aren't necessarily the most effective for us to actually reach and for actually for us to actually strive for. And so Tony Robbins says, uh, says it where we often underestimate, um, we overestimate what we can do in, in say one year and underestimate what we can do in 10 years. 
I think this is something that's really important because when we set goals and we're trying to go after something, we need to be honest and realistic in that goal that we're setting, in what we are setting and the type of goal, the structure around it, how we're going about it. Because if we're building and wanting to build self-trust for ourselves, then establishing effective goals, going after them effectively and reaching very specific effective goals helps to build that trust within ourselves. Whereas if we are setting goals that, you know, sound great, they seem exciting, you know, they, they're, they kind of like, oh, that's a good goal to have, but they're a little bit too much of a stretch goal, right? They're a little bit too far out and you keep doing that with your goals and you keep not hitting them. Well, your trust in yourself is going to be diminished. Now, there's a lot of factors at play when it comes to goals, of course, uh, but there was an interesting study done, actually, I think I've talked about it before, where they had some track athletes doing uh, 200 meter uh, repeat sprints, and they told them that they had 10 seconds to get as far as they could through that 200 meter um, sprint, and they just have to keep kind of repeating it, and there's a certain timeline with it. And they kept track of sort of the intention um, and the, you know, willingness and the trust in in their abilities um, to do that work. And so what they found was that there was sort of a a lack of buy-in into it within themselves because going 200 meters in 10 seconds, it was sort of just too far out of that realm of possibility um, for that goal, right? As much as they were fit fast, athletic, they had all the attributes, that goal was just too big of a stretch for them. But then they shortened it and they said, okay, now we want you to try to go as far as you can up to 100 meters in 10 seconds. And there was a much different output for them. There was a much different mindset for them because that goal was now more attainable. It still was out of reach for some, but and for or for a lot of them, but it was in the realm of possibility. And so that is something that I think is really important when we're trying to build self-trust for ourselves. If we're getting started, is setting goals that are challenging and just outside of that sort of reach, but within the realm of possibility, within that realm of like, ooh, this, I, I could do this. Like, it's going to be tough. It's going to be hard work, but I could do it. Right. If I really, 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 really push, if I try, if I put the effort in, if I do the things, if I set my constraints, I could do this. And so setting goals that are just outside of that realm of like, ooh, this is going to be tough, but not so far that we can never hit them. Um, this really is a way to just truly help establish uh, trust within yourself. Right. So that's number two. Number three, observe your thoughts. So this kind of layers into what I already talked about, right? Placing others' opinions at a higher value than your own, as well as goals and how you structure them. Observing your thoughts on a day-to-day basis, right? Are your thoughts lining up with what you want or are your thoughts diminishing what you want? So are your thoughts actually providing you momentum and fuel to step forward? Are they providing you encouragement? Are they providing you like faith in yourself? Are they providing you building, providing building up um, your self-esteem, your self-worth? Or are your thoughts degrading? you? Are they pulling you down? Are they chopping you down? Right? Are they, you know, negative and creating this aura of 
not capable of doing this around everything that you're going after. So observing your thoughts is, is a really, really, really key thing, not just when you're trying to build trust, but just in general for life, right? Observing the thoughts that you have on a day-to-day basis, right? Because our thoughts become things, right? The thoughts that we have in our mind become things in our reality. So observing your thoughts and working to change the thoughts that we have that aren't serving us is a really powerful tool to dig into. And it takes time. It takes effort. It takes work, right? Nothing worth doing isn't going to take effort and take time. So spend the time to observe your thoughts, right? What are you telling yourself? What are you thinking when you are going after something or when you're making the decision of what you're about to go after, right? Are you telling yourself that you can do it, that you can accomplish it? Or are you already telling yourself that you're not going to be able to do it? You haven't done something like this before. You know, I, I don't have the strength to do this. I don't have the ability to do this, right? Like I'm too slow. I'm too, you know, whatever. I don't have the brains for this. Like whatever the thing is, you've already diminished your your possibilities um, because your thoughts are already telling yourself that. And you're already creating that reality in your mind, which is going to create the reality in your actual uh, life. So observe your thoughts associated with your goals. Observe your thoughts associated with uh, people's opinions. Do you care about their opinions? Do you think about other people's opinions more than you do your own? Right? Are you thinking about what someone else said about you or what their opinion of what you should do more than you're thinking about what you think you should do? And I challenge you, if that is the case, you need to switch that up. You need to start to think about what your opinion of yourself and what you should do far more than what someone else's opinion is of you and what you think you, what they should do. So observe your thoughts. Number four, spend time with yourself. So this is something that, um, you know, I think it's overlooked in that we get so busy with life. We get so busy with all that we are doing on a day-to-day basis that we don't uh, take the time to just be with ourselves. Now, I can relate to this a lot as a coach um, in the health and fitness industry and and working with others for over 13 years now in that we often get lost in this. We often get lost in, you know, serving others and being present for others that we don't take the time to spend time with ourselves. And oftentimes this kind of gets misconstrued as well because part of my non-negotiable of my life is I want to get my training in on a day-to-day basis, right? That's non-negotiable exercise is a non-negotiable of my life. However, that doesn't necessarily equate to quote unquote, the spending time with myself, right? What I'm meaning by this is my training is not that time. Spending time with myself means I am going outside. I'm going for a walk. I'm separating from all things correlated to my day-to-day right? All things correlated to what I'm used to on a day-to-day basis. And I'm just being present with myself. Sometimes that means going for a drive and just letting my mind wander and go. Sometimes that means just getting up for, for a longer walk and just letting my mind go to where it needs to and just observing how I feel, right? Observing where my thoughts go and maybe talking to myself, asking myself, right? Like, don't be ashamed to just be walking and talking to yourself about thoughts that are running through your head and ideas you have. But it's important for us to take a step away from our day-to-day environment that we tend to put ourselves in all the time and really kind of just honor ourselves 
and acknowledge ourselves and let ourselves kind of be open to a discussion with ourselves or to just be quiet and calm. Both sides of that spectrum are important because both sides of that spectrum build trust in ourselves by allowing us, giving ourselves the space to feel. And that's something that as a coach, my focus and intention is to provide a safe space for those I work with to explore their potential, right? And to empower them and help them empower themselves. But I also need to do that with myself, right? And give myself the space to explore my potential and give myself the space to feel empowered to do more for myself. And so that's what it means when spend time with yourself. That's what I mean when I'm talking about that. And the last thing, number five, is be decisive. So being decisive is, you know, speed is king, meaning we need to just take action. Oftentimes we can lose trust in ourselves, or we don't build trust in ourselves because we're not decisive enough. We don't just take action. Um, I am a firm believer in just the need and, and the importance of just taking action and actually trying something. And if it doesn't work, if you fail, great. That's not a bad thing. Now you have the opportunity to learn. But you need to take action. You need to truly start doing things. So be decisive in your actions. Be decisive in your um you know, opinions and thoughts about yourself, right? Like put some skin in the game into what you're doing and make a choice. And when you do that, give yourself the space to learn from it because it's not always going to work. It's not always going to be, you know, a success. But if you can be decisive in your actions in that you're just choosing to take action more than you are choosing to question hum and haw and get nervous and step back and uh, it's not that easy, right? It's, it's going to be hard. Yeah, it is. But what's also hard is living a life that you're basing off of other people's opinions, living a life that you get to your, your end and you regret not making certain choices. You regret not doing certain things. So be decisive in your actions, be decisive in what you want, because when you do that, even if you fail, you've built trust in yourself because you've given yourself the opportunity to succeed. You've given yourself the opportunity to grow. You've given yourself the opportunity to become more for yourself and to level up in your life. So be decisive in your actions on a day-to-day basis. So again, first and foremost, number one, Stop placing others' opinions at a higher value than your own, right? Don't live your life based on other people's opinions, expectations, beliefs, desires, or wants for you. It's your one at bat. It's your life. Live it for you. Number two, set goals that are just outside of that boundary of like possibility, but not so far that you're never going to attain something because then you're not building trust within yourself, right? Like I say, Tony Robbins says, We overestimate what we can do in one year and underestimate what we can do in 10, right? So really dig into those goals that you have, set them just outside of that comfort zone, but still within the realm that you can actually achieve because the more that you start to achieve little goals, doesn't need to be big, crazy goals, but just little ones. The more you start to do that, the more that you build trust in yourself. Number three, observe your thoughts. 
non-judgmentally observe your thoughts. Sit with yourself, observe your thoughts. What are you thinking about your goals? When you write down your goals on a sticky note, right? I got a whiteboard over here that I write quotes and, and goals on. So I see it every day. What does that make me feel, right? Right now I have on my whiteboard, do what you can't. And so every day this week, I've read that, I've seen that, and I observe my thoughts around it. What does it mean to me when I read, do what you can't, right? So I want you to do the same thing. Have a sticky note, have a whiteboard, write down your, your goals, right? Write down your thoughts, your beliefs, your opinions on things. How do those make you feel? What are your thoughts about your current situation that you're living in? What are your thoughts about your current relationship? What are your thoughts about your current work setup? What are your thoughts about how you feel about your body? Like non-judgmentally, write out, thought, talk out, whatever you need to do, observe those thoughts, and then look at them objectively and go, okay, what can I control? And what can I take action on? What can I do? Right? What can I do today based on these thoughts that can move the needle forward for myself? Number four, spend time with yourself. So out of the environments that you typically spend 99% of your day in, right? Whether it's a work environment, a home environment, whatever the thing is, remove yourself from those typical environments that you're, you have preconceived structure and set up in and spend time just with yourself where you can observe and open up space for yourself to ask yourself some questions, to have a dialogue. Like I say, you know, don't be embarrassed to just go for a walk and talk to yourself. I do it all the time, right? Where I just question my question things that are running through my head and talk things out, right? So spend time with yourself to allow yourself the space to grow and develop and to just think on things, right? Maybe you'll come to a conclusion, maybe you won't, but just give yourself the opportunity to think on things. And last but not least, be decisive. So if you want to build trust in yourself, you need to be decisive. You need to be willing to take action no matter the potential outcome. You need to be willing to say, yes, I'm going to do this. And if I fail, great. What did I learn? What were my thoughts? You know, what was the opinions that I felt? Right? How did I, how did I do? What could I improve upon? All those things. But be decisive. So take action on it. Don't sit back and just think of all that could potentially happen. Oh, what this person would think. Oh, maybe I'll fail. You know what? All that could happen as well as all of the success in the world can happen. But you won't know unless you be decisive and take action. So be decisive. Um, that is the final point in regards to five key tips to building self-trust. I hope this gave you guys some insight, some help uh, for your life, some takeaways. If you found value in this, please share this out or leave a comment. Um, and I look forward to having another chat soon. Voices rising like a church choir.